0: What's up, this is Weight Offer, and this episode of Disruption Nation is sponsored by Chance Brown with CBNA Realtors. boom and we're live i'm your host taylor wadehoffer disruption nation this is a show youtube channel podcast platform where we highlight people that are disrupting in their space in a positive way uh, we drop a show every tuesday at two o'clock please subscribe on youtube or your favorite podcast app spotify we're, we're all over the place and uh in the hot seat today diana dowell thank you congratulations on you know being featured in the magazine she, yes. her story is coming out soon and also obviously being on Disruption Nation we're we're happy to have you so
1: thank you for having me ways. we
0: were just talking a second ago about to buy your, can I can I say it oh
1: yeah fourth
0: okay. house number 4 okay we're doing big things over here so exciting why 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 for it? i i just heard it before we turned the cameras on but <laughs> we'll we'll start there
1: <laughs> yes um you know before getting into real estate, I always wanted to just build a portfolio of having investment rental properties. Yep. Um, my parents did growing up, and so it was just something that I always wanted to do. And yeah. I said, okay, you know, when I turn 35, I want to have at least one rental property and mm-hmm. just get one every year and just kind of build that. And I kind of accelerated that more so than I intended to. Yeah, no, no, yeah. And so we did... Um, we. So, three properties in the last 12 months.
0: <laughs> no way! So... Alright, I missed that part earlier. <laughs>
1: um, so it's been fun, you know. It, it's been I've been learning along the way. Um, and just, you know, if I see something that looks good, you know, if the numbers work, go for it.
0: <laughs> yeah, and, and who better to be able to figure out if the numbers are going to work than one of the best agents in the city. So,
1: yes. yeah. So It's been exciting. It's been a learning experience. Um, but, you know, I wouldn't change it. I'd, do it all over again. And I think being in real estate gives you a lot more insight and confidence into, you know, pulling the trigger and making that purchase, doing that investment rental property. Because I feel like we talk to a lot of people who, you know, they're interested in that, they want to do that, but it's also a lot more daunting for them because there's so much that they don't know versus when you're in real estate, you get to know so much more about it.
0: Absolutely. So you see all
1: aspects of it.
0: Do you, uh, do you get to kind of give, uh, not inside information, but kind of, you know, just like your expertise mm-hmm. with people that you're working with on, on helping them make yeah. some investment,
1: you know? Um, um, in the sense of, you know, I can I can speak to, hey, what it, what is it like being a landlord, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so I can kind of firsthand personally speak to that and say, hey, yeah, like, if you're managing your own properties, don't be surprised if you get a text at 830 at night that says, hey, my microwave doesn't work, you know, and you're on the phone calling a plumber, or a, you know, electrician, whatever. Um, to come over to fix things. So, you know, you can give them kind of some personal insight into that sense, but also just working with other landlords and, and tenants that are my clients, then you get to know, okay, well, oh, hey, here, we know this property or this type of property in this area, here's what it's gonna lease out for, um, you know, and here's what's happened in the past. So yeah, you get to have extra insight into that.
0: Yep, lots of power in yeah. that for sure. Yeah, share the knowledge. All right, so with Mary Wasoff's team, yes. Um, circa Real Estate, so great reputation. And uh, man, uh, so seven years in real estate, you know, quite, quite the uh, you know, career leading leadin up to that. But um, what did what, what, y'all finish with last year or, or about to finish this year at?
1: Um, so this year for myself, um, I will be right around 23 million in production for closed or under contract, um, you know, closing out the rest of this month. Uh, so that'll be exciting.
0: Absolutely. And then, you know, next year, we'll see what happens. We're excited. Yes.
1: Might yes. have
0: to have you on a Masterclass Houston, one of our monthly mastermind panels. Yeah. And, um,
1: um, but yeah, no, it's been a great year. I, I just celebrated my one year in October with my assistant. Uh, she's amazing. Just I one call assistant. her my all, sweet all, all angel, that.
0: Claire. I would too. <laughs> uh, she shout out to She's my sweet angel.
1: She is, shout out to Claire. She, she brings sanity to my life. I, I wouldn't be able to do what I've done this year without her. Yeah. Um, honestly, cause it, last year was, I don't remember last year cause I didn't really have a personal life. Um, so this past year she's brought so much to, to the table and, and been able to allow me to do what I do and still have a life.
0: <laughs> Super important, Yes. Yeah. Keep doing that for her, okay? Sanity <laughs> is important. Yes. All right, okay, so how did she get there? Doing almost 23 million. So uh, from Huntsville, then A&M, yes. right? Okay, graduated Aggie there. Um, we'll see. Under under um, undergrad in accounting.
1: Yes. And then main the counter to start with. <laughs> <laughs> and
0: then masters in marketing. Uh, full circle to that in a minute. And then retail for a while at Neiman's. Yes. What was the title? Assistant. Re- uh, As
1: assistant buyer with Neiman Marcus, so their headquarters in Dallas.
0: She was telling me her paycheck was leaving in a purse or product, right?
1: Yeah, it came home in a neiman's shopping bag <laughs> but that apparently didn't pay rent so you know there's a whole you discrepancy a change. there
0: We <laughs> didn't make a change accounting corporate america for four and a half years and then uh I, I feel like a lot of the guests that you know uh you know thrive come from a corporate background mm-hmm. it's 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 kind of mind-blowing but yeah um anyway so that's four and a half years set her up for a year of marketing at memorial herman hospital
1: Yes, so I worked on um, their patient side where we focused on the marketing for a lot of their patients in their ambulatory services. So.
0: And then congratulations, here we are seven years ago, but you know, it's yeah. found, found the wonderful world of, of real estate. And uh, you don't plan on, on changing or? I or found it?
1: where I'm gonna land. You know, I did, a, I did a scenic route to get to real estate, but now I know where I'm at and it's where I'm gonna stay.
0: She's also a professional dog sitter, and I think that you still do that, actually.
1: Um, This is a very rigorous screening process. (laughs) So only all the good, well-behaved dogs. Yeah, very rigorous.
0: (laughs) Too funny. All right, so, um, well, so... Well, you tell me what's next i mean what's next for you for next year you know
1: um you know continue you building um right uh, it is exciting i am very much looking forward to 2022 um so continue building maintaining those relationships we have with all of our current existing clients um you know my business from day one has been over, you know like 95 percent referral business and so you know I, I love the clients that i work with have gotten to work with continue to work with yep. um, you know and they refer me great other people to work with and so i'm looking forward to that and just you know continued repeat business with my clients and the people that they refer um, getting more property myself yeah, uh, you absolutely. know Building real that portfolio. estate is that, a hot is market exciting. and people ask me hey is this a good time to buy and i say well I'm buying, so I think
0: so. So (laughs) So talk talk about that real quick, because this is uh, this is this is good information. So it's a seller's market. Yes, yes, very much a
1: seller's market. Especially if you look at inventory. I mean, the numbers, the data doesn't lie.
0: And you're uh, you're you're just talking about being a buyer and also loving working with buyers. So yeah, talk about that being a seller's market because I I I love the uh, just the the
1: exposition of it. I
0: mean, so
1: it is very much a seller's market. So, you know, sellers are very excited because, you know, I mean, it's their market right now Mm -hmm. and it's a lot tougher for buyers, right? I mean, they're up against multiple offers, all cash offers, like, you know, see it as soon as it gets listed. So it's a tough market for buyers, especially first time buyers, or if they are selling their current home, trying to buy another one, I mean, seller sees a contingency and they're like out the door. Um, So it's challenging for buyers, but also for me, I love working with buyers because that's where I feel like you get to add so much value to them, right? Your knowledge, your expertise, you know, answering all their questions, especially with first-time buyers they don't do this every day. You don't expect them to know what to expect or know what they don't know. And so it's very fulfilling, um, I think, to be able to share that knowledge with them, to educate them, and to be a resource to them because at the end of the day, buying their first home is a huge milestone and you get to be there and part of that for them. Um, And really you get to be there for so many major milestones for people in their life because when do they call their real estate agent? We need to move, which Mm -hmm. a move is a big deal in people's lives. I mean, that's, you know, one of the bigger things people do. Um, So, you know, their first house and then, oh, hey, you know, we got married, we got engaged, you know, we're getting a house together. And then it's, oh, hey, our family's growing. You know, we are having our first or second kids, so we, you know, need another house. And so you get to be there during very important parts of people's lives when they're buying, and that's amazing. So that's the part that I really enjoy.
0: Yeah, and, and, you know, along with that, you know, one of the things that we were talking about talking about before the show is, you know, the average, Will they say five, five years-ish, you know, before people are going to want to, that's why you want to water, you know, plant seed, water it, and yes. so you can take care of them a second and third time. She was like, it's not even, it's not even taking <laughs> yeah. that long, right?
1: I'm like, three years, I'm like, we're ready to move. I'm like, sooner than expected, but we can do this. <laughs> so... Um, so, yeah, I feel like with it being more of a seller's market, people are deciding to move maybe a little bit sooner than they were going to initially planning to, um, you know, but then it comes in, okay, it's a seller's market we're selling, but wait a second, we also have to buy. <laughs> so, then there's, you know, putting those pieces together.
0: Yeah, yeah. that is. Um, so. I want your two cents on this. So, like, you know, okay, somebody, you know, they bought three years ago. Mm -hmm. And then obviously in the neighborhood, you know, like, you know, neighbors are doing this and, you know, it's gone from X to X. And um, so we want to be a part of that. We want to get out Mm -hmm. of here. Why not? We'll we'll go check out whatever. They're going to move. They're moving. So, uh, how do you handle that when, you know, they're like, okay, well, yeah, I'm going to, I want to sell because this is obvious reasons, but I got to want to buy because, say, for the reason that I want to sell. Like.
1: Um, and, you know, growing families. So, you know, that's a really common reason a lot of people are, are moving to get larger house or, you know, whether it's, hey, now post-COVID, like, we can work remotely. So we're going to actually move out to the Burbs and get more space rather than be in the city. So there's, some of their plans have changed, um, you know, with what's currently happening in their lives. And I think when you look at, okay, we have to sell and we have to buy at the same time, then it's, okay, what are all the options that we can do to make this the least, stress you know environment so whether it's you know do we look for the buyer with the lease back do we you know look at buying the current you know buying the home that you want to buy first and then looking to sell because chances are the house is going to sell pretty quickly since it's a seller's market but you don't want to be homeless because you don't have anywhere to move into yet sure um so i think timing is so important um, and very critical in that aspect but there's a lot of things that they can look at when they're looking at buying and selling at the same time because a contingent purchase right now is really not in the cards for, for most people because of it being a seller's market. But what a lot of my buyers can do is do lower down payment on the purchase, get it purchased, get their current house sold. Once that house is sold, then they can take the, you know, what their their net is from that and reforecast their loan that they purchased on. So. Can you do that time. relatively
0: quickly? You don't have to wait a mm-hmm. long, like there's no, yeah. like most, oh, you have to have the mortgage for X
1: exactly. months most before lenders, you do it. Or, most lenders that I work with will do a one-time re-forecast on the loan, um, you know, cool. on any loan. And and that's something, again, it's, it's fulfilling that you can educate your client on something like that and say, hey, here's this option that's available because they don't know that's available. And in their head, they're thinking, oh my gosh, how are we gonna do this? And I'm like, yeah. oh, hey, by the way, here's an option for you. And it's it's great because then they're like, okay, this solves our problem now. Like we can totally do this, and then once this is sold, we reforecast it. We're in the same boat that we were going to be in, and we're able to do two things that we were trying to do.
0: Love it. There you go, killing the game, buyers, sellers, mm-hmm. everybody. You know, infuse them. Yes. Happy harmony. All right. So um, another thing we were talking about. I mean, it's, do you have a coach, by the way? Because I was going to ask you about you know your book club that you've had for quite yes. a while. So
1: um, um, not a formal one. Um, I feel like just. Along life and just how things have happened, um, I've very much kind of organically picked up mentors. Um, yeah. And I think having that organic relationship with your mentor is very important rather than it being forced or, or set up or anything like that because there's just certain people that you connect with um, you know, in life. And so I feel like informally, I've organically kind of picked up mentors along the way.
0: I agree. I agree. And you, like you, you call it a book club. Like, I mean, we call ours a mastermind. It's the same thing. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's a book club, like, you know, we, you know, we, we talk about whatever book we're reading, you know, for an hour and and just, it's uh, it's, it's pretty empowering stuff. I mean, I would consider those people my mentors for sure. So, um, I mean, tell me about, you know, your, uh, your book club or give people a shout out if you want to, if they're maybe watch it. I don't know.
1: Yeah. So, I mean, I think it's important, um, really important to be involved in just different things that are outside of your own industry. Mm -hmm. It gives you perspective, lets you know what's going on, you know, in your greater city and area, um, right. Energy and oil are like huge industries in, in Houston and healthcare and all of that. And so when you're a part of something that's outside of what you do, you get to know what's happening. And so I feel like with our book club, it's been going on for, I forget how many years now, but, you know, you get to have discussion topics, you get to have perspective from different people, from different industries, from different walks of life, and it just really kind of opens up your mind more, um, and you just think about things differently, and you approach things differently, and you can connect with people differently and build relationships differently, and I think that's, you know, you can connect and build relationships with people, anywhere and everywhere um so i think that's really important so i love my book club for that reason and um, i'm involved with rice business partners even though i never went to rice university but well, again you know another avenue they do thought leadership series um different roundtable luncheons with different topics professors there different speakers from c-suite spaces and so Um, you really get to connect with so many people. And that's where I'm like, okay, what's happening in oil and gas? What's happening in healthcare? You know, because those things affect our industry. Big
0: time. Um, You know, what's happening there affects what
1: we do. You know, are people moving here? Is a different headquarter coming? Um, You know, what's happening in that industry that then affects those people, which then affects how they're living.
0: Yeah, I love it. How many people are in your book club?
1: um, I would say we have, it ranges from about 10 to 16, 18 people each time we meet.
0: that's solid, and how long? How long have you Uh, had it or been?
1: I would, over five years now. Five years. We meet probably every, I would say 10 10 to 12-ish weeks. Um, We give each other time to, you know, leisurely read. We don't want to make it stressful.
0: (laughs) Every 10 to 12 weeks?
1: I would say, like, yeah, probably every, I would say, yeah, probably 10, 10 weeks or so. Every, like, two and a half months.
0: This is awesome. All right, so watch this. Yeah. So I'm 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 Friday mornings at 7 a.m. with wine for an hour, and mm-hmm. we're weekly. I mean, you don't have to show up every yeah. week or anything. Yeah. Our Ours are like probably we,
1: three or four hours. I mean, we we do it kind okay. time. Okay. So
0: and then yeah. and then we're also saying earlier it's uh but hers are in the evening, you mm-hmm. know right? Um, wine maybe wine maybe not whatever. Yeah. But, you know. Always wine. <laughs> all the time, all the time. It's giving you a doubt. Hell, I don't know. <laughs> but three or four hours are a lot. So. Uh, bottom line, you know, pick a couple people that are like-minded and, and you can start with, uh, like, you know, mine's smaller. I mean, I think ours, ours will range from, you know, six to like 12 people, mm-hmm. you know, ish, you know, but but usually consistently it's somewhere around like the seven or eight that show yeah. every time. It doesn't matter. And sometimes it, it, if it's less or more, it's always, a, it's a good conversation. Exactly. So.
1: If it's less, it's more intimate mm-hmm. conversations, more, you get more perspective. So, you know, either way, I think it's good.
0: Yeah. Set you up for success. Yeah. Um, highly, highly recommend that one. So, all right, we we're talking about the agents in Houston earlier. <laughs> I just want to get your two <laughs> cents on this because I respect it. I've had you know, heard a few you know, opinions on it that, uh, that I do respect. So, um, yeah. And,
1: um, there's a lot of licensed agents yeah. everywhere and in Houston. Um, and, two. you know, behind that, you know, my thought is, after being you're an agent now for seven years, my thought is, this is people's largest investment in purchase typically. Um, You know, most people, their home is a very important investment and purchase.
0: Yep.
1: Not something you should take lightly. You don't take surgery lightly. You don't take, you know, needing an attorney or representation lightly. Mm -hmm. And so why would you take your largest investment lightly? (laughs) And you know, there's so many of the, you know, discount brokerages, flat fee, like I do it on the side, just a few transactions a year. Why would you entrust someone with that? Yeah. That's your largest purchase and investment. You don't go into your doctor's office or your surgery thinking, let me get the cheapest discount surgery I can get.
0: Well, I'm gonna help them out because they're family and they're just getting started. Yeah. I, mean, I don't
1: think, you know, let me yeah. find a discount financial planner. Not, not <laughs> um, so, you know, when it's something that is an important investment, you wanna entrust that into someone who's qualified, who's experienced. Who is full service? Like, why would you not? Um, you know, if if you reframe it in the sense of, do I walk into your office and say, hey, you're doing such a great job, keep it up, but hey, can you can I just pay you one third of that instead of what you normally get paid? Like, yeah. what do you think? Yeah, cool. Love
0: it. It's like <laughs> yeah.
1: What? And so you know, I you know, we get approached with that very often as realtors. You know, it's like, oh well, do you rebate any commission? Can you discount it? And how many times do people walk into someone's office if they're salaried and say, hey, we're going to maybe just discount your pay a little bit, but just keep doing exactly everything that you're doing. And, and it's different because people don't frame it the same way when we do what we do. And right. you know what I say is, you know, well, I'm not a discount broker. I'm full service. I have a lot of knowledge. I have a lot of expertise that I bring to the table, and there's a lot of value in that. And if you see so the true. value great we are on the same page like we're going to be good partners to work together sure um and if that's not what you're looking for hey it's not what you're looking for it's okay not everybody's looking for the same thing
0: 100 percent. i agree so anyway yeah noteworthy right there (laughs) (laughs) all right um social opportunities you know it's uh there's lots yes you know how um Explain, please. You know, like how, how you how you take advantage of uh, some you know, yeah
1: ev- some everywhere. of the
0: social things that you do in your life, Diana. A
1: um, lot. Oh, I'm a I'm an extroverted social person by nature. No. <laughs> and you know, I think doing what we do, it's an easy topic that just a lot of times naturally comes up in conversation with mm-hmm. people. Um, You know, people are really open about like, let me just talk about all my financial planning, you know, at a happy hour. But when you're working real estate, like it's a very easy topic of conversation for people um, to bring up housing, the market, real estate, you know, like, oh, I just saw this house down the street from me that came on the market or, you know, it's just such an easy topic of conversation that very easily flows and comes up and that people are very open to talking about. And so I think no matter what your setting is, whether it's a book club, whether it's um, you know, happy hour, just getting together, girls' nights. Um, like I said, I mentioned I was uh, involved with the organization with Rice Business Partners, even though I never went to Rice University, but they do great thought leadership series, great luncheons, and you just get to network and have these social connections with people from so many different industries, age ranges, all of that. And real estate's just an easy topic to, to bring up and easy to develop that connection and, and build that friendship relationship with people because you know, my clients are friends, my friends are clients, they you know, they're all the same bucket a lot of times and that's what makes our job very interesting and very fun is you get to work with friends and your clients are your friends and vice versa. And so in social settings it's it's very easy to to bring that up and to build your connection, build your network and build more clients.
0: Yeah, and, and I love that you fin, finished on Build More Clients because, I mean, that that's the big tip, trick, takeaway is, you know, a lot of people won't say just something simple as yeah. that and have the, just the, you know, the very natural, organic conversation and miss out on business, and it's hard to quantify that, but, you know, yes. over the course of a year with all the social places that, you know, that you were in that maybe you're like, I'm not going to put on my real estate hat in conversation today, yes. and then you know, you, you, it happens all the time. 90 oh, days yeah. later, you're like, hold on a minute. You don't like, intend you needed to. needed to buy a house? I just saw you yeah. at Jake's birthday and they're like, exactly. well, I didn't know that, you know, mm-hmm. you're in the business and that's your fault, 100%. Yeah, you know? I mean, like, I'm on a
1: bachelorette trip and they're like, oh yeah, like, we're gonna need to sell our house. There you so, go. You know you don't intend to talk about it and then it just comes up in conversation yeah come and then
0: home, celebrating a new bride and you got you yeah got some business, and then you know you time. can't
1: be shy about saying well hey call me
0: yeah because I mean, that, that, and that's all that it you is. know the
1: worst thing to Generally hear is you get a seminar here like oh well you should have called you six months ago like that's the last thing you ever want to hear Oh, because when I hear that, yeah, I'm that, like, that one oh. cuts
0: deep. That that'll burn you. It does. I'm like, well, you.
1: that's on me. That was my fault. That's right. I that's all I didn't. Say. You know, there's something I should have said or you know been top of mind. So then I I turn around and think, okay, well, what should could I have done? Because that should not have been the conversation. That's it right. should have been, we were so glad we used you six months ago. Not we should have called you six months ago. You'll remember
0: those. It'll make you better for it for sure. Yes. All right, well, um, Diana, before we uh, get out of here, uh, tell people how they can get a hold of you. If they have any questions for you.
1: Yes, uh, multiple ways you can get a hold of me. Um, Instagram, Facebook, online, cell phone, email, all the above. Uh, call, text, email, 281-839-9335. Um, look me up, Diana Dell Properties. Um, you'll you'll be able to find me. Just a quick little Google search.
0: <laughs> yeah, there you go. She's not hard to find. Awesome. Yes. Uh, so a couple questions before we get out of here. Um, what's your favorite restaurant in town, by the way?
1: Oh, I know. so many. Uh-huh. Uh, can we go by genre? <laughs> no. Up um, to you. I, I have a lot of favorites. Um, right now, I really love March. Um, they just changed their menu. It's really good. Um, if you get a chance to do Neo, it's also amazing. Um, just good classic favorites. Tiny nice. Boxwoods for brunch. Always a always a classic. State of Grace. Always really like. Anything walkable to my house, perfect. Go to
0: the Heights, <laughs> she'll be there.
1: <laughs> yeah, um, Handy Duzo's is right on White Oak. I love it. I can walk over there. Revival's my little coffee spot. I always walk over there for coffee and local foods. It's right over there, too. So, um, And ice cream. All right, so my favorite is ice cream. Everybody knows this about me. I have a major sweet tooth. Jenny's on 19th Street. They just have their seasonal flavors. I maybe have, like, you know, 10 pints in my freezer <laughs> most of the time but it's jenny's oh, is, is yeah major sweet tooth um oh and uh, my blue dorn blue dorn's and also another favorite right now
0: gotcha there you go yeah. right there if you need a, a list you got it so yes all right what's uh what's your favorite uh vacation spot that you've been to
1: i'm typically a warm weather girl yeah, um same. i've been gravitating like more skiing, towards but... the mountains and hiking and and more of nature but um, i like to disconnect and so mountains hiking no cell service or water scuba diving, no cell service, so literally disconnected.
0: High or low, Theater, can't get, can't get a hold of her.
1: Yes, that's, literally, that's you, you have to disconnect.
0: Yeah, true, true. So uh, it's
1: hard to do that in our business. So.
0: Yeah, favorite uh, band or genre music?
1: Um, I love two stepping and country dancing. I yeah, love all genres of right. music. Nice. I'm pretty open on genres of music, but I love two stepping and country dancing. So for yeah. like live concerts, I love being out at White Oak. It's yeah. you know outdoor and. Yeah.
0: Great, um, and then we venue. were just at
1: Red Rocks this year for a concert. That's probably by far my favorite concert venue, Red Rocks in, in Colorado.
0: There you go, oh yeah. man, I need to go. Seen videos, but haven't been. Um, yes. Favorite favorite book?
1: Oh, favorite book. Hmm. I'm thinking of our book club and the different discussions that we've had um, within book club. And there's been a lot, because we do fiction, nonfiction, Right now, I would say Think Like a Monk is my favorite book by Jay Shetty. And he has a great podcast also. Um, Who's it by? Jay Shetty. Jay Shetty. Jay Shetty, Think Like a Monk. Um, His podcast is on purpose, uh, but it just helps you to be more mindful. And I think in general, in life, being more mindful is a good thing.
0: Super important. Yeah. Perspective, it's all perspective. Yeah. Um, All right. And then uh, last one best advice, who gave it to you?
1: Best Best, advice advice you ever got, yep. Ooh, I I don't know if this, I can't remember who this is necessarily from, but um, advice being no one's dying. (laughs) Meaning in the sense of, you know, in our our life, in our industry, everything is so urgent, right? There's things when it's It's like deadline, deadline, urgent, urgent, has to be done now. Um, But perspective in terms of at the end of the day, you know, things are important. Yeah. But the most important is, you know, your health and your family and yeah. that quality time, because, you know, at the end of the day, no one's dying. If I'm, someone is, then we have big problems. That, that, is, that is an actual real priority problem.
0: That resonates with me so much for five or six years. You know, I was, I was uh, telling Diana before yeah. the show, I'm a single full-time dad, got two boys. Um, and my, my, my mom and, you know, mainly my mom, dad a little bit sometimes, because, you know, it's hard to get me during the day. I'm like, just please, yeah. call me after 5 o'clock. And, um, and I used to catch a lot of heat about it. It took me like three or four years yeah. you know, to, to, to to break them. Sometimes you have to, like, explain with people in your life how to communicate exactly. with you. You
1: have to train them. You do.
0: And so I'm trying to do this. And it's, like, it's like three years of this training. I'm like, unless somebody's bleeding, like, this is what I would say. Like, yeah. when I'm like, okay, it's like if we're having a quick combo, you know, early, and I'm like, I'm about to dip out for about seven hours. After five, you know, I'll try, you know, if somebody's bleeding or in the hospital, just don't call me. Just yes. leave me alone. It's the same thing. Nobody, nobody's dying. I love exactly. it. Love it. Love it. That one hit home with me for sure. So yes. Awesome. Well, um, Diana, thank you so much for being on. I enjoyed the conversation. Yeah.
1: Thank you for having me. Fantastic
0: uh, content. Congratulations on on your success this year. Looking forward to seeing you in the magazine, yes. you know, uh, next year. And um, and thank you for watching Disruption Nation show podcast platform we highlight people that are disrupting their space in, in a positive way if you know somebody that you think would uh, be good to be on the show maybe that's you please reach out to us let's have a conversation about it and uh, other than that please subscribe so you can see all of our stuff youtube there's hundreds hundreds of videos and uh, we're approaching our, our 100th show but um, we're again happy to have you on every tuesday at two o'clock we have one of these and uh, hopefully we'll uh, we'll see you next week so bye for now thank you so much and yeah we'll see you soon Oh, oh, oh,